What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 11 of the Project Grateful Living podcast. I am your host, Sanya, and today I want to talk about the pursuit of your one true passion and why if you've been if you're someone who has been struggling to figure out what your one passion is and you're feeling kind of frustrated with all of that well this is a podcast for you because in today's episode i'm going to be talking about why the pursuit of that one thing could be a tragic waste of your time and instead i'm going to give you some great insight on something else you could be doing so you can start feeling more meaning purpose and value in your life are you ready let's get into it All right, so let's talk passion. There are, of course, many people out there who know exactly what their passion is. They have this one calling in life and they go all in and they pursue it. Just the other day, I was watching this documentary on TV and it was featuring the artist, the musician Pink. And as part of the documentary, you know, they were talking about her successful career that she's had. And they go back to this footage of her as a young girl performing on stage. And Pink is explaining, you know, since I was that young girl, I knew I wanted this. I've always wanted to be on the stage. And I've seen similar stories with other artists. I've seen the home footage of Beyonce singing on stage as a kid, Taylor Swift singing in the the living room with her guitar as a kid. And I think, wow, how cool that must be to be so young and know specifically what you want to do. And then you can just get your whole life designed around making that dream become a reality and how awesome it is when it actually becomes a reality even better you know this year we had the olympics and very similarly you had all these athletes and many of them when they when you hear their backstories it's had a similar tale you know i had this calling i loved being in the pool and i've been swimming since i was a young child and i feel my best in the pool and i spend 10 hours a day training in the pool because it brings me so much joy And of course, it's motivating and very inspirational. But for a lot of us, what happens then is you start thinking, huh, I wonder what my passion is because I don't really feel that deep about anything. Um, And you might go in the path of, okay, let me do the assessments. Let me do the questionnaire. Let me read the books. Let me ask the family and friends. Let me go on this quest, this search to find my passion. And this brings me to a story that Elizabeth Gilbert was saying uh, many years ago. So Elizabeth Gilbert is the author of the critically acclaimed best-selling novel, Eat, Pray, Love. And which, of course, got turned into a movie where Julia Roberts played her and the movie got wonderful recognition and accolades and all that. So Elizabeth was giving this talk and she's explaining about how since early on in her life, she knew that she wanted to be a writer. She'd always wanted to be a writer. And of course, being able to have a successful career as a writer, she felt that she had reached some level of bliss. So as someone who's motivated and who wants other people to live out their bliss, she then went along on this speaking tour, talking to groups of people, basically telling them, hey, do what I did, find your passion and go at it, follow your passion and you're gonna find your joy. And she thought she was doing a great service because it kind of makes sense. We just talked about seeing all these other celebrities, these elite athletes, following their passion and they seem to be in a really just solid flow. There is this wonderful synergy that happens when you're like, this is my thing and I'm doing my thing and it's awesome. So then she gets a letter from a woman who attended one of her talks and the lady basically said, you know, I went to your talk and no, I wasn't even kind of motivated. The complete opposite happened. I was demotivated 
because I'm in my 60s and I don't have a passion. So I left your talk thinking, well, what's wrong with me? And Elizabeth, of course, that was not her intent. So she does some research and some reflection. And what she mentioned is kind of the bones of what I want to talk to you guys about in this podcast. So Elizabeth says that after doing some reflection, she determined that there are actually perhaps two different categories of people. So the first category Elizabeth refers to as the jackhammers. Now think of a jackhammer. It's big, it's heavy, but it's really focused. You put a jackhammer on its target and it's going to drill and just keep going all the way down. It's going to go deeper and deeper, not distracted about anything else that's going on around it. It's just going to get super focused on the target and keep going in hardcore. Like we talked about with those celebrities and those athletes, laser focused on their thing because that is their thing and they know it's their thing. Okay, but that's not everyone. The second category she refers to as the hummingbirds. Now stay with me here and think about a hummingbird. It's this beautiful little bird and hummingbirds fly from one plant, one tree, one flower to the next. And as they go, they take a little bit from one and bring it to the other. They kind of move around from one plant to the other plant. And as they're doing that, they're helping to pollinate everything. They're literally creating nature's masterpiece. They are bringing about change and growth and beauty and this fullness to life. They do a wonderful service, but they are no jackhammer. (laughs) So I wanted to give you guys this analogy of these two different groups because I wanted just to encourage you that if you are someone who has been trying to find your one single passion and nothing has seemed like the one thing, it could be perhaps because you're actually a hummingbird and you're not supposed to follow one passion. Instead, you're supposed to simply follow what piques your curiosity and go in that direction. I can say personally with myself, whenever I've done these personality assessments and these um, find your passion assessments, I've always had no problem coming up with a list of things that I'm very interested in. Like I love all things self-help. I absolutely love to write. I love to read. I love making jewelry. I love making body scrubs and body butters. I mean, I could go on a tangent. There's so many things I'm interested in doing. But for me, I would come up to something on the list and think, do I love this with like Beyonce energy? Like, could I do this all day, every day? Nah, okay, that can't be it then. Let me keep looking until I find the thing because this is just something I like. This isn't the thing. I don't want to waste any time. And I moved on. Well, if you're a hummingbird, that is the thing, is <laughs> those little things that make the entire picture beautiful. Now, one thing you could do is you can simply get out a piece of paper and make a list and just start jotting down all the things that pique your curiosity, the things that you're interested in, the things that you're curi- the things that you're curious about, that you enjoy, the hobbies that you have. Make a list and then make your way through the list and dedicate like a full 30-day minimum all in in that area and something could be you could do something you realize okay uh that was fun but i think i'm good now move on to something else or you might start taking something from one to the other one and you create something really cool just think about it think about jobs like youtuber and social media director that didn't even exist a decade ago And now they're full-fledged, highly successful careers. So you might be thinking, I have these 10 interests and they have nothing in common. 
Maybe they don't need to. Maybe your true passion is a hybrid of all 10 of these things. You put them all together in some really bizarre way and that could be the thing you're supposed to be doing. But here's another option. Maybe you're not supposed to have one thing anyway. You're supposed to have one single passion. You're not supposed to have one hybrid single passion that's made up of 10 other passions, right? Neither one of those things are you. Maybe instead, what makes you unique, what makes you beautiful, that brings your life meaning and purpose and value, isn't how deep you can go in one area, it's how wide you can go in your experiences of life. You know, when I think about my own life, one of the people that I consider to be one of the best, one of the biggest privileges of my entire life that I had an opportunity to meet and even more phenomenal, I had an opportunity, I was actually related to, um, is my dear old Uncle Roy, who unfortunately passed away several years ago. And the reason why I say it was such a privilege being related to him is because he was one of those people that exemplified living life to the fullest. And I kid you not, I'm not just saying that because he's family. He had the brightest smile and the loudest laugh in every room he was in, to the point where he would literally raise the vibrational frequency. He entered a room and you'd immediately feel the energy coming off of him. You would feel better. But here's the thing, he was a hummingbird. Uh, he was in wine sales, he was a general contractor, he was into real estate, he was in the beauty business, he was a driver at one point, and I'm telling you, he did all kinds of things. And all of those things is what made his life so unique and so special because it was more about having a lot of really meaningful experiences and making a lot of really meaningful connections that gave his life meaning, value, purpose, and fullness. So sometimes as you're thinking about what you want your life to be and what you want for yourself or for your future, when you get to the end of your journey, it's really helpful before you go on that path of beating yourself up against, beating yourself up and thinking, I don't have a passion, what's wrong with me? Instead, I wanna encourage you to define what success looks like for you. Because maybe the picture of success that you need and that feels right in your soul is one of a life that is full and well-lived instead of one that's really laser focused and deep in one area. So I wanna give you a quote to ponder. This is from, of course, the wonderful Einstein. And he said, Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. If you are a hummingbird, don't live your life trying to be a jackhammer. We get one today, we get one life. This moment only comes around one time. And there is only one you, which means there is a contribution to this planet, to this life that only you can make. You're special. You're more than enough. You are a gift. So my friends, if you are a jackhammer, drill and drill and drill. But if you're a hummingbird, I want to encourage you to fly. See where the current takes you. Don't stress it. Don't worry about it. Learn from each experience. Let it allow you to be stronger. Let it allow you to develop, to grow, to contribute. And at the end of it, you might realize that while you may not have had one solid path, you created quite the masterpiece nevertheless. And that, my friends, is pretty awesome.
All right, that's my message for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode or any suggestions that you have on any future episodes you'd like to hear me talk about. So please head on over to my website, projectgratefulliving.com. From there, you'll see links to my email as well as all my social media platforms so we can stay in touch. Until next time, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always be grateful.